Welcome to Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison. Today on the broadcast, I just wanted to wish all the listeners a Happy New Year to encourage you to believe God for big things this year, to dream big, to pray big, to ask God, to receive big. He tells us in the book of James that we have not because we don't ask God. And I don't know about you, but I want to ask God for big things. When it's all said and done, and they lay us to rest, I want to say that I have been found faithful to what he's called me to do. And I pray that that's your prayer too. So at the beginning of the year, begin to dream, begin to write out some goals. When is God, where do you feel he's drawing you? Step out, take a risk, try it. If it doesn't work, try again. Maybe it's something different. You know, failure is only in the eyes of us because we are not failures to Christ. Uh, we may step out and try something, and that might not just be exactly where we're supposed to be, but we try. We learn from it, and we step out again. You know, um, as a writer and a radio talk show host, I can tell you I've made my share of, of um, mistakes, and um, they always get corrected, and there's all kinds of ways that God brings correction to us as well. Um, as I was praying this morning and wanting to just encourage the listeners that 2020 is a year of double-double. I believe it's a year of vision. For me, I see double vision. <laughs> I see uh, just a vastness, a big, a mass of, of people that I want to reach for Jesus Christ. At the end of my life, um, yes, I like nice things, but they're not the most important thing to me. Uh, the biggest asset, the biggest, oh, I don't know what word to use, but the greatness that um, I have found is journey in my life with Jesus Christ. And because I have found the richness of that, that journey, I want the whole world to know. And it's sort of like, I don't know, as, as a young girl, um, I can remember getting the answers to a, a question and I wanted the whole classroom to have the answer. You know, I wanted everyone to know. And it was like when I found Jesus or Jesus found me, um, you know, he says, no man comes to the father unless they're first drawn by the son. But then I wanted everyone to know Jesus. I didn't want to just keep it a secret. <laughs> so when people tell me that they have a hard time sharing their faith, it's hard for me to understand that because it just is something that has been so natural. Um, but today I'd encourage you, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, then that's the greatest gift, the greatest asset that you'll ever have. And I'd encourage you to, to give it away, to give some of that away, to, to share your faith. You know, I love the scriptures in Psalm 24. He said, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. 
Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will see blessings from the Lord and vindication from God their Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, the King of glory? The Lord Almighty, he is the King of glory. Praise God. You know, I'm so thankful today that God is a God that journeys with man. And you know, as much as man controls the, uh, the, wor the world, or they think they control the world, the Bible's very clear that the earth is the Lord's, for he founded it. And when you're a founder of something, nobody can take that away from you. They may try, they may come against it, they may cause you some trouble, but when you founded something, you're the founder. And so I'm thankful today that when in the beginning, when we, when we study the book of Genesis, in the beginning, God created the earth. And so um, man might think that they're going to take it away from him, but I can guarantee you that he will always have the last say. Today I wanted to just share a little bit more about my book, Good Morning Beautiful People, Angel's Prayer of the Day. Um, I penned this book during a, a uh, season of my life that was challenging. And I have had several years of, of great challenge. But you know what those challenges did? It caused me to, to go deeper into the Word, go deeper into uh, prayer, and then deeper into um, a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, I want to know him in the richness. I don't want to know Jesus just on Sunday. I want to know him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But I also want to know him as I want to see him working. I want to, um, I've always been, um, I don't know, I've always just been curious about things and wondering how does this work and you know, the Bible says, taste and see. And I've tasted, and I want to see. So I, I would pray these prayers, taste and see. God, I want to taste and see. Do it. Do whatever you need to do to get me to that place that I am um, tasting and seeing. You know, um, what I see is people perishing. I see a form of religion, but denying its power. You know, God said we would lay hands on the sick and they would recover. That's what his word said. So I would go to him and I'd say, uh, hey, Jesus, we might have a problem here because it says you'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover and there's no recovery. What's going on here? <laughs> um, I began to talk to him. He said he came to give us life and life more abundantly. 
So, Father, there's something wrong. It's not on your part. It's on my part because you said that you've come to give us life and life more abundantly. Why am I not walking that out? How come I'm not seeing it? Lord, show me. Um, you said that you would show us great and mighty things. In Jeremiah, he tells us that. So I want to know. I, I want to know the answer. So I began to ask some tough questions of Jesus. And and so in this book, Good Morning, Beautiful People, that's available on, on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble, Books A Million, uh, you can call TBN. This book is my journey. But you know, more than this book, the Bible has all the answers. Um, I like the devotional because it's it's just a, you can relate sometimes to someone that's journeying through struggles, victories. Uh, they've been in the high places, the low places, and in between, and it's good, and I, I enjoy that. But I want to encourage people that God, that they would seek God every day for a word in their heart, a song in their heart. My three-year-old granddaughter yesterday was here, and, and her and, and her brother, and we were singing Jesus Loves Us, and... Jesus loves the children of the world. We were um, just sort of being silly and dancing and just doing what silly grandmothers and grandchildren do, right? And right up, you know, she just pops right out, Jesus lives in my heart. And it it just blessed me. It blessed me that... that um, she remembers the prayers that, that we've prayed together. You know, today we see issues in our communities of drugs, alcohol. We see uh, a youth that has had some struggles. But I can tell you today that God has come to redeem those struggles. He doesn't judge you. He loves you. He loves you and he loves you some more. You know, the Bible says we're the apple of his eye. The biggest problem that I find is that we have a hard time to believe that this could be true. That God's word is true. I can remember as I would be studying this word and I went and knocked on a pastor's door one day and I said, do you think I can believe this? Because it sounds a little wild. And he said, he just nodded his head and he never asked any questions because I'm sure he knew I was, gonna, I was going to uh, trust it and, and step out with something. But I can say... In 2020, I've seen the faithfulness of God. He's brought me through some good times, some hard times, some devastation. Um, in Isaiah 61, he tells us that he is a God that rebuilds the ancient ruins of our lives. And he is. He's faithful to do that. You know, there's generations of devastation um, you see it in families. You see it in the generations. But God has come to say to 
every one of us. There's nothing that you could ever do. There's nothing that uh, I can't redeem. He said that the spirit of the Lord, Isaiah says in, in, in Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and to provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities for they have has been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards and you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of our nations. You will feed on the wealth of nations and in the riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you'll receive a double portion. Double, double, here we go. You'll receive a double portion, and instead of disgrace, you'll rejoice in your inheritance. And so you'll inherit a double portion in your land. Did he say double? Uh-huh. For I, the Lord, he loves justice. He hates robbery, and he hates wrongdoing. And in my faithfulness, I will reward my people and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples, and all who see them will acknowledge that they are a people that the Lord has blessed. I delight greatly in the Lord. My soul rejoices in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of his righteousness. As a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels, for as the soil makes the sprout come up and a garden causes seeds to grow, so the sovereign Lord will make righteous. Righteousness and praise spring up before all the nations. You know, every morning I like to read the word, pray and worship God. Because you know what? I've had those devastated places in my life. And everyone does. I don't know anyone that has gotten through life that hasn't had some devastation. You know, when we were born, we were created in the image of God, if we believe the Bible. And he formed us, he knit us together, and he had a plan for our life. And every plan is different. We're unique, one of a kind. Isn't that funny? You know, there's not two of us alike unless we're twins or, or, or triplets or, you know, there's, um, you know, we have similarities, but there's a, a uniqueness about every person, personality. There's everything um, is unique about us. We don't have to compare ourselves to anybody because we're us, we're me. We don't have to be anybody else. We were created and formed Sometimes I talk to God about, I was like, hey God, you know, it was a little, a little rough um, being born in such a large family and, 
there was lots of challenges and but you know it's made me who I am today I've uh, I've been a person that's had great compassion I've had a I've been able to um, I don't know I've never been one that just really wanted to I, I wanted to be in the trenches I wanted to help people that were losing hope um, when I discovered a truth I wanted everyone to know and I don't know, I just, I'm thankful to God that he's given me an opportunity to, to be a minister, to minister to people. And as I've done these Healing Waters conferences, you know, I can honestly tell you that it's Jesus that touches you there. I always tell people, you go where God is drawing you. I, um, I've never told people, where to go to church. I've never, um, I always wanted people to hear from God themselves. Um, I don't believe that we should be um, controlled. I, I think John, uh, in the book of John eight thirty six, he told us that um, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So we don't need to be controlled. I believe that, um, you know, we... I think especially in smaller rural communities, it's like, oh, that's my sheep, that's my sheep. But let me tell you, God is the good shepherd, and we are free in him. And no man, no um, system has the right to control the work of the cross. He owns it all. I'm thankful today for um, the word that says he loves justice. He loves justice. He's a God of justice. And in today's world, as we're uh, going around, seeing all the changes and the, the uh, all the different I don't know, struggles around us, everywhere you look, um, it seems like there's this, there's that. Um, it's a, a debate between the Democrats, the Republicans, the independents. You know, our world is sort of in disarray right now. But God will always have the final say because he said that um, the earth is his. You know, he also tells us that he's a great comforter. No matter where we walk through in life, he's left us the Holy Spirit to teach us and to bring comfort to us. You know, we are a rich people here in America. We're rich beyond measure, and we don't even realize it. I'm thankful today that God has come to bless us. He blesses our obedience. And he wants us today to draw closer to him. In 2020, I encourage you to take out a pen, some paper, and begin to write some goals. And begin to declare the word of the Lord over your life. Because 
that's where the power is. When you say, this is what God says, God says this. You know, when you say, Angel Murchison said this, well, but when you say, Jesus said this, I'll tell you, heaven shows up. Because he said in his word that he's watching over it to perform it. So, I would be declaring, what does Jesus say? Seek him. You know, other people can offer opinions. They can give you guidance. But when you have a direct line to Jesus Christ, to the Father God, you're all set up. I love to do vision boards with people. I love to, to help them cast vision. But I let them choose because I don't know how their creator formed them and what gifts and everything's inside. But I like to help them discover it because it's in the discovery that you find that fulfillment of what brings um, joy to your heart. You know, he says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So no matter what we go through in life, we can... We can um, be joyous. You know, he says to give thanks um, for all things. Uh, recently, I went by a home and there was a sign on the outside that said, It's a wonderful life. And isn't it? Isn't it a wonderful life? And another sign said, Thankful. Well, you know, those are two positive things that um, we should be thankful that we've had life, we're doing life, and we can do life with the person that created us. You know, no one can give us this relationship with Jesus Christ, and no one can take it away. It's a personal walk. We pray a prayer to ask Jesus in our heart, and then we uh, press in. We need to grow. We need to study the Word. We need to sing, worship, um, you know, it's just not a one-time prayer that we pray and we're all good to go. If you want to grow in Jesus, you've got to study. You've got to, he says, study to show thyself approved. You've got to be in communion with other believers. You've got to, uh, you have to believe that he's watching over his word to fulfill it. You know, I can remember times in my life where if Jesus didn't show up and help me out, I was not going to make it. And he always showed up. Now, I can tell you, I've had a lot of talks with him about the timing. But he's an on-time God. I've always wanted him to be early. I've always wanted to try to help him out a little bit, and he's had to work with me on those issues, um, and he has, because he doesn't, he doesn't need me, he doesn't need you to fulfill the purpose he has on earth, but he desires it, he desires it. Um, I can remember this pastor, I really didn't care to listen to his messages and one day he said to me so angel when do you start choosing who I use and I said I I'm sorry I'm very sorry <laughs> um, so I've learned to just you know just trust him he puts people in position and he takes people out he puts uh, places people in place and he brings it all together for the good because he said for 
all things work together for good for those who love and serve the Lord. Well, that's what I wanted to share with you today. Um, hope I haven't been too long-winded with you, but I wanted to just share what was on my heart this morning um, to tell you where I'm at and what's happening with uh, Destiny Moments. I believe this year is going to be a year of, of great interviews, bringing forth more word. Um, I hope to be able to do more speaking, um, speaking into the lives of God's people. Most of all, I pray for you. I pray um, for your success in knowing Jesus in a deeper way. Uh, if you enjoy my broadcast and you would like to make a donation for uh, Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison, I'd encourage you to write to Angel Murchison, Destiny Moments, P.O. Box 1177, Prescott, Maine, 04769. Again, that's Destiny Moments with Angel Murchison, P.O. Box 1177, Prescott, Maine, 04769. And before I end the broadcast, I want to just take a moment and pray for you. Father, thank you for these listeners. Thank you, Lord, that every one of them has been called by your name. They were created in your image, and you call them beautiful. Father, I thank you today that you have a purpose and a plan and a destiny for every life. And we declare over them that they will fulfill it. I ask you, Lord, for double-double this year, that, God, you would restore to them the years the locusts have eaten, that you would rebuild the devastated places in their lives, and that they would uh, enjoy and fulfill what you have for them. God, enlarge your vision meet every need that they have, and most of all, Lord, may they draw close to you as they draw. May you draw close to them as they draw close to you. We give you praise, we give you honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.